Welcome to the True Love is Within podcast with Barrett Hedin. This entire podcast is actually a podcast from another podcast series called the Intuitive Journal Podcast by Laura Warnke. Laura interviewed me and she also recorded a healing session that I did with a client of mine. And this um, podcast is basically going to be uh, that podcast that she already recorded. So feel free to listen and enjoy and hear an example of the kind of energy healing work that I do. All coming up right now. Intuitive Journal Podcast number four. Thank you for listening to the Intuitive Journal podcast. I am your host, Laura Warnke. For the past eight years, I have been a professional intuitive, spiritual advisor, and the author of the blog, intuitivejournal.com, where I write about stepping out of the psychic closet, repeating angel number patterns, and developing your intuition. I also offer private Akashic record readings and one-to-one mentoring services for those ready to step out of the psychic closet and into professional healing work. Today, I am excited to share with you a mini energy clearing session. My colleague, Barrett Hedin, will be doing an energy clearing session right here on this podcast with one of his clients who has graciously agreed to have the session made public. I would like to introduce Barrett Hedin, the creator of the Witness Energy Healing, a technique to witness the perfection and wholeness that is inside you, using insights into your energy, emotions, and past lives. Barrett has written two books sharing his connection to his inner guide, Jesus, whom he endearingly calls Jay. In Questions for Jay and the Love that He Gave Me, Barrett turns his questions of pain and sorrow over to Jay and has words of compassion and grace returned. The result is a go-to guide for how to come back to our peace when the world and its issues are getting us down. His second book is a collection of poems from the same inspired and joyful self entitled Poems for Jay. Both are available at Amazon.com. I want to welcome you to the podcast, Barrett. Why don't you take a moment and say hello to everyone listening? Well, hi, Laura. It's really great to be here. I'm so happy to join with you today, as always. And I'm excited for everyone who's going to be listening to this as well. I think we're going to have some pretty deep insights and uh, some beautiful healing work happening here today. So I'm really excited for that. I am, too. I totally agree. I think there's just going to be some, uh, some very nice aha moments coming through today. Uh, I would also like to welcome Trish to the podcast. Uh, please take a moment and uh, say hello and maybe share a little bit about yourself, Trish. Sure. <clears throat> Hi, Laura. Um, greetings, Barrett. And um, first of all, thank you for this opportunity. It's it's Thanksgiving time, and I am grateful, truly, for uh, this opportunity. I'm 
truly grateful to have been working with Barrett for the last year, really, maybe a year and a half. Uh, I am a student in the Course of Miracles and have been a student for approximately five or six years and working with Barrett, you know, the past, um, I guess, year, year and a half. I originally lived in Virginia and moved out here, and I've been in Colorado since 2009. Nice. Wonderful. Very nice to have you on the show today. And thank, thank you, you for thank you for being here. Okay, so today those of you listening are going to get kind of a sneak peek into what goes on within one of Barrett's The Witness Energy Healing Sessions. So Barrett, could you share a little bit about what you and Trish will be doing today? Yeah, thank you, Laura. Um, basically, we're going to be doing uh, what I call sometimes a, a sample session or an introductory session. Even in this case, Trisha and I know one another, but oftentimes when I work with someone, I, I'll, I offer a free 15-minute uh, uh, session over the phone with people to help them tune into what they're going through, uh, see what their blocks might be, and see what of those issues might be ready to shift and heal. So we're going to basically be doing that kind of format today. As we've mentioned, Trish and I have been working together, so we already have a lot of the kind of insights and connections around around what things uh, might be coming up. However, on the call today, uh, I never know what's going to happen, right? I always really turn it over to spirit within and let spirit guide us on this journey. So it could be something completely different, or it could be a revisit, revisiting of something that we've been working on in the past. Um, but the purpose of it is always to help it come forward, to bring the shadow into the light, and then to let the light move through and undo. So these these ideas do definitely fit uh, together with the concepts of the Course of Miracles, because as Trish said, she is a student of the Course, and, and I am also a student and teacher of the Course. But it's not required that you're uh, into the course or even know what that is in order to benefit from from this work. Uh, it just has a way of flowing in very natural uh, and inspired way. So, yeah, that's kind of an explanation of what we'll be doing. And now I think we'll just uh, step into actually doing it. So why don't we all just sort of uh, relax into our chair and just take a couple deep breaths. know within our inner perfection. And then in this meditation, we can let some of the butterflies go, just watching them flutter away. Acknowledging that our purpose here together is the healing of the mind, the opening and the awakening of the soul, and the, really the joining of all humanity and the cause of soul awakening. Because our intention here is pure, Everything that springs from it is pure as well. There's no need to fear. 
because this really is a joining of the heart. As we go into this call together, we know that it is in alignment with our truest self. So we say yes to the healing that will be unfolding on this Skype call together. And yes, to the expansion of joy in each and every one of us. With this stated and affirmed, we know that we are ready. We are ready for what this call will bring, and we joyously step into it. As we get going here today, Trish, did you have any any questions or any particular things you wanted uh, us to spend a little time on today? Well, I <clears throat> I did have some recent dreams, and I I did send those to you. I'm not sure if you had a chance to look at them. So that would be along the lines of um, of work, you know. But we also have been working on healing um, in the romance area. And just families, too. So really, anything that comes up is always um, so very helpful. Yeah, so I, I think just as you're sharing already, I'm getting a sense we're going to look at at least one of the dreams you sent me. I, I didn't actually have a chance to read the email, so um, I might have you uh, kind of share the essence of one of the dreams. Sure. Uh, I also think that we're going to get into the area of romance as well today. So we'll talk probably about those two things and maybe maybe a little bit more seeing seeing what comes forward. But why don't we uh, why don't you pick one of the dreams that that kind of feels the most up for you and and just share uh, what happened in that dream and we'll use that. Okay. As, okay. Excellent. In in this dream, I was um, getting ready to take a trip and I had gotten. Let me take a look at my notes here. And uh, it turns out that I was, I guess I was driving across the country and I was in my car. I had somebody with me and I was just starting out. I saw some hitchhikers, uh, a couple, and I decided to pick them up. Maybe I knew them, but my heart moved and felt like maybe I should pick them up. <clears throat> so we were discussing taking turns driving. And then I started looking in the glove compartment for a map. And I needed a map of the whole United States. And all I could find were maps of separate states, like from the Midwest or the East. And I was hugely frustrated because here I was, all ready to go, had my companions, and it seemed like this was a new beginning or a new start. And and then I was stopped. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was kind of an energy dream of going forward. Um Maybe it was a retro dream because I did move out here from the east and I didn't have a map. Uh, that was one idea that came to me about this dream. Um, maybe just reviewing, but I, you know, I'm unclear about it. Well, that's actually a really beautiful dream. And often, as you're basically describing in our dreams, we have uh, reflections of something that really happened, right? So the dream is is drawing on your your real experience of driving out west and not having a map on that trip 
to to send you a message. And and what this message is, at least as, as uh, from my perspective here, is this is a message about your spiritual path. So on your journey towards coming into a deeper sense of who you are, you have started the journey. You, you, you've gone some distance already. And now you're picking up some traveling companions. So on our journey towards knowing ourselves more deeply and more whole, uh, more fully, we, we actually can't do it on our own. And, and so it's actually a really good sign that in your dream, you're, you're joining with people. And, and as you said, in your dream, you weren't sure at first if you knew them, but then you thought maybe you did. So there's a recognition and there's a familiarity that's coming with these people that are, that are about to join you in your dream. And it, it may be a little bit of a, a dream of premonition and maybe people that you've just recently met or, or will be meeting uh, very soon. Um, and that I, I'm going to guess you're going to have some of this similar energy where you're not sure you, you know them from before, but then there's this deep recognition within you to say, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're part of the, of the family, you're part of the team. So it, it's, again, it's a very good feeling in the dream. I think that the imagery of the maps is also very uh, insightful and, and telling in a way, uh, in that the the big picture, which you might want you, know, you could kind of say is is equivalent to the picture of of seeing what our whole life is going to be. A lot of times, as we're on a spiritual journey, we we want to know how it's all going to go, right? Exactly. <laughs> we want to know all the rest. We want to know, okay, from here on out, what are all my healing uh, opportunities? What's going to happen? How's it all going to go? I want the whole story. Um, but as in your dream, you only had some of the states, right? You, you had some of the states, and so you were frustrated that you didn't have the full picture. Yes. Well, it's interesting because what you have is actually enough. Right. It, it, it's it's enough to not to not see everything, but just to see what you need to see. Wow. There's often a sense of frustration around that <laughs> again. Yeah, because it, just, yeah, go ahead. I just got an energy hit of, um, of beauty, you know, from what you've said. Um, yeah. Truth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's and that's the recognition, right? So you're recognizing the truth in my words, just like you're recognizing the people in your dream. You're recognizing them. Uh, these are the symbols again of, of literal people in in your waking dream. You know, in in your daily life, these are the these are people that are coming to you, and it it may it may look very different in your physical life, right? It may be more people. It may be different people. Again, it may be people you you have already met, but you're going to connect with much more deeply. But I, I do think that there are going to be some new characters showing up for you in your life, too. Okay. And, um, a part of the shift here that's happening today as we're talking, and it's already occurring, is a deeper sense of peace with a partial map. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. There's a real spiritual strength in being able to say, I do not know. Oh. Oh. That's very deep. Yes, I do not know. <laughs> yeah, and that's and it, that's hard. It's very hard for me. Exactly. It can be hard to not know because we want to know. We want to have the whole story. But to be able to be more secure in not knowing mm-hmm. is a real gift. It's a real gift. It, it helps us to navigate every circumstance that comes our way because how often do we find ourselves in a circumstance where we don't know, 
right? We don't know what the right path is. We don't know who we need to talk to or what we need to say, what actions we need to, to take. But if we're okay in the not knowing, mm-hmm. then, then all those things will be revealed to us. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, even yeah. being in the midst of a, of a really big, say, life change, um, and saying, I don't know, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. What does it really, it really opens up all the possibilities to you. One of the challenges we have sometimes is when we, when we think we know, <laughs> and a lot of times we do think we know, it, it's actually closing doors. It's closing opportunities and options in us rather than, than giving us the full breadth, the, the, the full range of options. It, it only offers us some options because we're saying, oh, it's one of these, you know, three things. Well, well, what if it's one of a hundred things? Why, mm-hmm. why do you close mm-hmm. off those other 97 things? Maybe you don't know any of them yet. You don't know what they could be. But when, when we really say, I don't know, and I'm okay with that, we actually say to the spirit within, I'll let you pick. I'll let you pick from all the different options. And it's actually a lot more than 100, right? <laughs> it's, it's almost infinite, uh, the number of options in front of us. And, and if we let spirit pick which option is going to come forward, it's actually guaranteed to be in our best interest. Wow. Yeah, that feels, that feels really deep. And um, I've been struggling the last couple of days around all of this. And so this is... Um, this is peaceful, <laughs> and I'm 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 very appreciative. Yeah, and it, and this piece is actually going to tie right into the other piece. The next piece that we're talking about is the area of romance, and you know, from the sessions we've had in the past, we've talked about sort of opening your heart more, and, and in a sense, readying your heart for a new connection that's coming your way, and a part of that process is again being okay with with not seeing what that is yet and on some level you're you're right there you're okay with okay i don't know yet but it'll be okay um but then there are some aspects within that again you want the answer (laughs) who's it going to be when am i going to meet them you know Uh i want And again, that's not a bad thing. It's not uh, wrong to have those feelings. But the more that you can shift into just really peaceful acceptance, the more gently you can accept, you can step into the new connection that, as we talked about, is coming to you. And I don't necessarily know exactly how it's going to unfold or, or when or, or who it's going to be. But but I, I in this moment, I can sense some of the the... It's a little bit of uncertainty. It's a little bit of ambivalence. Um, so both of these pieces kind of tie together. And the ambivalence actually also connects in with some of the things we've discussed in the past, which is connected to, do I really, do I really know I want this 100%? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of that holdback is, again, Hey, you know, you've been single for a while. You know what what living on your own is like. Um, it's it's fairly manageable and and well contained. <laughs> and 
and being with someone else is, is not that, right? <laughs> they, right. <laughs> they have their own cabillos, they have their own good parts, they have their own issues. And and adding all that to the mix of your life, there's sort of like a hmm, a little shakiness, a little uncertainty about how deeply it is that you, you actually do want to step into in a new romantic connection. How does that feel as I say that, Trish? Well, that, that does resonate. Um, I, I, I think I kind of ping pong around the, the circle of feelings and thoughts and which I guess is probably pretty normal. Um, I like the idea of acceptance. I feel like I've, like I have traveled down the road more into acceptance and this idea of accepting not knowing is, is, is really crucial because uh, there's a lot that we, at least I don't know. And, and although I've been working for a while, I start to, I start to feel sorry for myself. <laughs> like, why isn't it more clear? You know, I've done all this, all this has happened. I'm, you know, I'm older. Um, yeah, so I think there's um, definitely some some shadows there that that when we talk and we have our sessions and we and especially on this one, uh, it just helps for more healing. Like, it isn't what I've done enough? I think haven't I done enough? Um, why is there still always more? Yeah, yeah. That, so that's I, I, deep. That's deep. That's the fear here, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, maybe that's the ego. It's mm-hmm. coming through. So, and you know this intellectually, is that the ego has a certain number of layers, right? And, and eventually, you actually peel back all the layers. That's that's the end of our journey. And But for most of us, that takes many, many, many years of healing to get to that. But it's still a worthy goal. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I want to acknowledge the, the sort of, I guess I'd call it self-pity. You know, these, these feelings uh-huh. that you're naming, uh, they're not bad, they're not wrong, um, but ultimately they're not the truth of, of what you are either, right? They're, they're just exactly, exactly. They're shadows. So by naming them, by us talking about them in this, in this compassionate healing space, you are able to, to help them shift. And, and I think that's the same thing for the energy around the romance here is that, yeah, you, you have gotten a lot more open to, to this new connection. And I, I would even say the reason this is coming up again, some of this uncertainty, is actually because you're starting to get closer to this new connection. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so energetically, it's already beginning to arrive. And, and your, your walls against it are, are kind of kind of flexing their muscles, so to speak, right? <laughs> um, yes. the, the good news is that your, your readiness is going to win out in the end, right? So yes, yes. go a little bit more into this, this wall energy, this sort of keeping love out feeling in order to help it, in order to help it shift even, even more, like another layer, another bunch of layers uh, that can heal today. Um, as soon as I tune into it, the first feeling that I get is, is a real strong sense of sadness. So there's a feeling of crying. There's a feeling of an ache in, in the heart. Um, so this, this feels like it's, it's leftover unhealed 
uh, sadness from a past breakup. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it could be a breakup from this lifetime or it could be a breakup from even a, another lifetime. And I, I sense that it, it's probably some of both, but I'm going to focus in on a past lifetime uh, pain that, that's going to help this energy move through. So in this past life for you, Trish, you were a man, you were deeply, deeply in love with a woman. Um, but she didn't have the same dedication to you that you had to her. And um, even though she agreed to be with you, her her faithfulness was not there, mm-hmm. uh, both physically and emotionally and psychologically, like in, in all ways. It was just sort of less less deep for her than it was for you. This led to, to numerous uh, affairs that she had in your relationship, uh, and then eventually to her leaving you for, for another man, um, which was devastating. It was really, really devastating because this, this felt like she was your true love. It felt like you had done everything right. You had committed yourself fully to her. You had, you had walked your walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in your love and dedication to her and and in return you you got you know this this crushing pain this 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 deep sadness this deep heartache so again there's there's a thread through multiple lifetimes uh, even including this one that all have a similar energy of of real devastation at the end of a relationship and especially devastation when it's the other person, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Back to the uncertainty. It's like, even if you're ready for this new connection, who's to say it won't turn into sadness at some point? And, and because of that, that element that's really beyond your control, there's, there's a, a feeling, I don't know if I, if I really, really want this. Like you do, but then there's this part that's mm-hmm. like exactly, yeah. It's it's layered and it's um, it's ambivalent. I think that was a word you used in the beginning at times. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay to actually be ambivalent, and it's it's okay to have all these feelings. So as as we're naming them, they're they're at the beginning of a shift. We're just going to stay with them a little further because it's going to help more of the energy move through, and. Okay, let's see. I'm just going to stay with that past life I was naming and some of the emotions connected to it. It was so painful when she left you, uh, for someone that you knew actually, um, that you had, you had thoughts of like ending your life. You had thoughts of, of killing yourself and you didn't actually take that act. Uh, you didn't do that, but that's how painful it was. Mm-hmm. Both, both the emotional heartbreak, uh, but then on top of that was, was the deep, deep social shame, because again, this other man was in the same social, some of the same social circles that you were uh-huh. so, like having him in your, in your world and in your life meant that you, you had to see them together at times. And it was just awful. It was like you wanted to crawl under a rock and die, um, for quite a long time. And so a lot of times when we go through these devastating breakups, we, we basically make an internal vow. And the vow is, I will never again find someone I love so much as this. Hmm. Oh, I'm really feeling that, that when you said those words. <clears throat> yeah. So 
again, unconsciously, you've been holding on to that. You've mm-hmm. been you've been holding that that belief and, and moving through your life with it. Uh, even even if you haven't been really fully aware of it, it, it showed up in certain ways, and it actually has been a reason why it's been a, a little while here since your last romantic connection. Um, True. Because again, you knew that the next person you would meet would be a real connection, and this and this past life, uh, you know, vow that you made to yourself was actually keeping that kind of connection away from you. Wow. So, yeah, anything, any other sharings about what, what we're talking about here, Trish? Well, it's, it's deep and it's been, it's been hard as, as you know, and, um, that, that vow really resonated, um, and the sadness, uh, I think I have a theme of sadness, um, but, yeah. but it is, uh, I don't know if we take it, it, it is really in a way, uh, we can look at it as part of the separation. I mean, it's, this is the, the symbol of what happened in the laft- in the lifetime, yeah. but it traces back to our separation, right? Is that it's true? Yeah. 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 Uh, it, uh, it, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, here, here in the, you know, as I'm living my life, it, it, it just completely feels true. And is helpful, um, especially when you when you said those words. I just felt a deep pain, um, and then you know the beginning of lifting. Yeah, it's, it's deep, very very deep. Yeah, and the lifting has been continuing to move through as you've been speaking here, and as we just kept describing it and talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's like it has a feeling, you know, like the sword in the stone. Yes. Yes. Sort of locked in the stone for so long, but then the right person kind of comes along and, and is able to pull the sword out. Yes. Has yes. energy like this has been buried in you for quite a long time, like many, many lifetimes. And and now the person has come along who's ready to pull the sword out, and, and that person is you, Trish. Oh. Well, that's a surprise, but <laughs> yes, it would be me. It would be I need to heal myself along with help. Wow, um, that's very powerful. Yeah. So I have a sense that this is going to continue to to move through for you. Like this, mm-hmm. this is a big sort of unmooring of an unconscious issue for you, mm-hmm. and there be other other waves of this, other ways that it's coming forward, especially in maybe the, the days and weeks uh, following this. Um, my, my encouragement through every layer that comes forward is, is as always, is to be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. That when the emotions surface, to, to allow the emotions, when the, when the feelings come forward, to be kind with yourself around them. But also not to hide them, right? Not to censor them, um, because that is the path through. The path through is is a gentle acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's going to kind of bring our our healing session today to a close. Um, but do you have any sort of last thoughts or sharings about what we've discussed here, Trish? Gosh. Uh... 
Well, I'm a little teary, and I've, I'm processing and will continue. So that's helpful. I, I, when we have our sessions, I, I typically kind of write down everything you say, and, and with this, I've just been taking it in. And um, the words about being kind and gentle to oneself is, you know, just letting this unfold because I know the energy continues, the work continues after uh, after this healing session. It's it's not a stop and start. Yeah, so I guess I'd say thank you very much. You know, thank you doesn't cover it, but thank you really, truly. Yeah. Well, you're you're so very welcome, and um, even as as the healing kind of seemed to move through me, I really, you know, as, as you know, see myself as a channel. Uh, turning this all over to the spirit within and, and letting that guide our time together. So, um, yeah, in addition to, to your welcome and, and, and thank you for your willingness to come out of the podcast, I, I want to just thank you too, Laura, for, uh, for for suggesting this and having us on your podcast. This this is a really beautiful time together that we could share. So I wanted to thank you, Laura. Oh, you are very welcome, very welcome. You know, I think um, just to add anything here for uh, anybody listening to this podcast at whatever point in time, uh, just to be thinking about what internal vows you've taken when there's been a situation come up, whether it's relationships or whether it's, you know, any other life area. Have you made some type of internal vow to yourself to never do something again? And to just sit with that for a little bit, um, just like, is there anything there for you to be able to break out of that and heal that? Yeah, that's perfect. It is. Yeah, it's just, um, you know, I can, I can think just for myself of different situations where like, I'm never going to let that happen again. And, uh, you know, and in certain situations when the pain is so deep, uh, you can really make some uh, vows, mm-hmm. promises <laughs> to yourself that don't necessarily serve you later on. And so I, I really, really appreciate you, Trish, being on here and um, opening up and sharing this. And I do feel that the energy is just starting to move through as well. And you know that the healing will keep continuing after our call is done today. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. So uh, before we wrap up, um, Barrett, where can people go to find out more about you and your services? Well, the best place is my website, which is uh, simply my name, barretheddean.com. That's spelled B-A-R-R-E-T-H-E-D-E-E-N.com. It has uh, all the events that I have coming up um, listed. I, I did want to mention one that's coming up in April of 2018. It's a, it's a healing retreat in Sedona. Uh, it's going to be from Thursday to Sunday. And uh, it's going to be at a space that has beautiful labyrinths surrounded by the red rocks of Sedona. Uh, a lot of energy healing vortexes there. So it's going to be a really beautiful and, and deeply healing time together. Um, but my website also has ways that you can you can sign up for one of these uh, complimentary 15-minute uh, healing sessions yourself, and uh, just find out more about the different options that I that I have for workshops and classes. 
Uh, I will soon be launching a school, an online school for A Course in Miracles, uh, which will be available at miraclesu.org. Again, that, that link is not quite live, but it will be fairly soon. So I wanted to share that with everyone as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me. And thank you so much, Trish, for being a willing participant and taking time out to be on the show. Sure. sure. I'm, I'm grateful all the way around, and it's, it's nice to hear your voice. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening, everyone. I guess that's all for now, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.